Hello, hello, my let's keep it real people. Well, you know what month it is. That's right. National Women's History Month. Woohoo! All right, men, don't you worry. We're celebrating you too, but this month it's all about the gals. So I had to push Dr. Amanda just a wee bit forward to get her in this month. She's incredible. What does she talk about? Money, making money, having fun with money, changing your mindset around money. I love this woman. I brought her on my live show. Hey, I got something to say. We got such great response. I had to bring her on. Let's keep it real. No matter who you are, male, female kids, you're going to want to listen to this episode, rate it, share it, like it, and you know how much we appreciate that. Also, before we go, I want to say again, thank you for referring me to speaking engagements. This past week, I got to speak for NABO, which was awesome, and Society for Professional Women. I had so much fun. It's so great to be back out there. Talk about kicking off my month great. Hoochie mama. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And for the clients you're sending me, the corporates and the individuals, they are ready to rock and roll. So this has been so much fun. Enjoy. Toodles. This is Let's Keep It Real with Sandy Joy Weston, your weekly dose of positivity with awesome stories and guests from all over the world. It's an opportunity to learn some great new things and expand your mind. We'll tackle topics from all areas of life, and as always with Sandy, the sky's the limit. Hello, hello, my Let's Keep It Real people. Woohoo! I know you're excited. I know you're so excited because my people, yes, I call my people, but everyone (laughs) loves to talk about, what do we love to talk about? Well, our lives, yes, but what else do we like to talk about? Money. That's right. We love to talk about money. Wait a minute. There is a big but in private. That's right. We don't mention how much money we make or don't have in public. But behind the scenes, it's one of our major concerns, baby. So I had her on live. You requested it. So we're bringing back Dr. Amanda to answer all your money questions because she is known as the money healer. That's right. She's the founder of, I wish I could say it, NFA, no effing around money, the host of the NFA Money YouTube channel, and she's been featured on over a hundred podcasts. After going from food stamps to building a six-figure business fast, baby, Dr. Amanda's been on a quest to teach entrepreneurs like you and me, or the everyday mom and dad, we don't care, male, females, kids. She wants to teach them the three-step NFA money formula so they can confidently attract easier money into their businesses with less stress and, we love this word, more joy. Check out her proven step-by-step formula on www.nfamoney.com. 
Amanda, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to have you back. Sandy, you know, your voice makes me want to dance. You have such a (laughs) joyful voice. (laughs) I'm glad you say that because, you know, that's what I do. I have dance resets, you know. So I like that my... My voice matches my in, by the way, that's what I do before every podcast. I do a dance reset, either jumping around my house. Today was to Hey Ya, or I get my mini trampoline out and I dance too. You know, I love me or who runs the world. You, you get it. Yes. You, you raise your vibe before you go live. Oh. Oh, wait, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> you think I would have thought of that? I raise my vibe. Oh. That's a good one. I'm going to take that one. Raise my vibe before I go live. All right. So one word, Amanda. What's one word to best describe any word you want your past 30 days and why? Intention. Okay. Why intention? You know, I've been very intentional about manifesting a new house and we just went under contract in the last few days. So I've been really intentional, you know, in my business and with housing and, and manifesting the things that I am laying the foundation for. I've been very intentional. And so that's the word that I choose for today and this month. I like that. Okay. So questions I have on that. Aren't like, and people ask me this, aren't you always intentional all the time? Isn't that, you know, what you think about every morning? <laughs> well, yes. And <laughs> yeah, thank you. And <laughs> I, I think that it's especially, you know, I'm a money mindset coach. I would, I, you know, I, I label myself as a money mindset healer, a money coach, a manifestation coach. And so it's really important to be intentional so that you're deliberately creating. And things that get us stuck are things like fear and doubt and uncertainty. And we can get cloudy vision sometimes based on, I, I often think it's an impatience and, and thinking it's not going to happen. And mm-hmm. so we want to change our intentions based on what we think is possible to create. And so, you know, when you're faced with something that's taking longer than you expect to manifest, sometimes we get cloudy intention. And so, you know, sticking to your intention with clarity and confidence is really important. And so that's something that I've really been focused on. You know, thank you so much for saying that. I was just doing a, I'm going to say this because it was a big deal, a live in-person speaking gig. And you know what I'm talking about, not virtual. I was so excited. There were humans there yesterday, Amanda, humans. It was so exciting, you know, at Nabo. And they were all high-powered businesswomen, right? All entrepreneurs. And I was talking about this and I was talking about my own journey. They're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This must come easy for you. You do this every single day. I go, yes, but I am a human being like all of you. And I have my areas that I could veer off. And I don't even know I veer off because like you said, it may be taken a little longer or that's my area of sticky Wiccan. The only thing different is because of my systems, I get back there a little quicker. Yes. That's exactly what I say. You know, I I think this is so important to talk about for listeners, because I think especially when you're a coach type or, you know, an expert in some field, people think you don't struggle. And... (laughs) (laughs) And it, it makes it challenging for you to allow yourself to struggle. 
Yeah, you know, yeah, it, it's yeah. like, oh, I've got to put on this performance that I'm always know what I'm doing and it's always figured out. And so one thing that's been really helpful for me in, let's say, growing my YouTube channel is something else I've been really intentional about since the start of 2022. And it's it's letting people see that revealed side of yourself that does struggle and doesn't have it all figured out. And that's not to say that you stay in the struggle. And I love what you said there. Yes, of course, I'm human. I struggle. I have ups and downs. I have fears and doubts and uncertainties. And I move through them much more quickly than most people because I spend all day every day learning this stuff. Yeah. So it's not that it doesn't happen. It's just that I recover quickly and I respond quickly. Yes. And... We were talking about yesterday, so I thought I said to them, "Coming soon, if it's money career, I'm going to have an expert on again that you love." I I break it down into three areas that they have to work on for the next thirty days. So, what what area do you want to up level or is causing you the mo- most frustration? And it's either money, career, love, relationships, or body health. And mm. hands down, the group that I was working with because they're business women, most of them entrepreneurs, they wanted to work in money area mm, and up-leveling mm-hmm. the, their businesses, whether they're large corporations or solo entrepreneurs. So, Amanda, I have a lot of questions for you today because I was live in front of a lot of women. So I'm going to hit you with some of the biggest ones. You ready? Go for it. I love this. I know. I know. I get to ask them firsthand and in person. It was great. Number one question. And I love this. We're going to call, I always make names, Sally Bell. Sally Bell worked for a large corporation, very successful. When COVID hit, it made her think about where she wanted to go. And she realized, eh, she wants to start up her own business. Great opportunity during COVID. How do you keep all those, which we talked about, but I want your viewpoint, naysayers out of your head when they keep saying, well, you know, there's people way younger than you do it. You know, there's tons of competition. Why would you take this chance? How are you going to make that money? That was a secure job. She said, I'm, I thought it would be easier and I'd get more support, but I'm drowning in how am I going to make money? And am I really just being a dreamer? And a lot of women had the same question. Ugh. Well, first I want to say, dream big money mama. (laughs) (laughs) Money mama. I love that. You know, I have a mastermind called NFA Money Mamas. And I love like this, this identity of be an NFA money mama. And it's like exactly what you're talking about. When you decide to step into your dream, often the people around you who are holding themselves back from stepping into their dream will pull you down like the crabs in the bucket, right? And it's, it's not because what you're doing isn't what you are inspired to do and need to stop yourself. It's because they are looking at you going, damn it, I wish I could do that. Mm. I want to take the leap. I wish that I had the courage to do that. And so it's really important for people in this situation to remember that everything that you create in your outer world is started through your inner beingness, your energy and your thoughts. And so if you have doubts and fears about starting a business, you're going to project those into the outer world and get them reflected back at you by even talking to people who are naysayers. Okay, so what you're doing is you're actually creating this confirmation bias because what you believe, you look to your outer world to prove to be true. So if you have a doubt like, oh, my God, what have I done? I've jumped up the cliff. I've left my job. I'm totally scared. You're going to find people to confirm that belief. And so you've got to start first with up leveling your mindset around it and being protective about your dreams. Don't Ah. talk to people that are naysayers. Oh, God, I would hug you right now. So 
so big. I want you to hear what she said many times. It has nothing to do with you. If you watch and you listen to the people that are saying it, look where they are in their lives. Like you said, they're probably stuck. So love them for where they are, where their capacity is right now, but it has nothing to do with you. Number yes. two, I need to know, what are you talking about with the crabs in the bucket? Oh, okay. First, I have to say this quote because you, what you said was just so powerful and this is going to validate it. I actually did it. I was doing a YouTube interview with somebody and she said this quote and I was like, oh my God, stop. We got to write this down. This is incredible. She said her name's Diane Winger and she's just a powerhouse businesswoman herself. And mm. she said, you will never be criticized by someone doing better than you. <gasps> You oh. isn't that bad? Isn't that ins- it's to me that's so powerful? It's exactly what we're talking about. Uh, I, I mean, I'm now I'm not sure about that, but it does make sense to me. Right? It does, right? It's like it's that thinking of like naysayers. I mean, it, just in the word itself, it's like people are picking on you because they have doubts themselves, yeah. right? People who are going to support and boost you up are going to be the shining lights, and they're going to pull you up with them, and they're going to go, yeah, let's do this together. And so the crabs in the bucket concept is when, you know, when there's, if you put one crab in a bucket, it can actually ca- crawl out and get itself out. If you put multiple crabs in the bucket, as one starts to climb out, the rest no. pull it down. No, I did not know that. Yeah, I go crabbing with my nephews. I've never noticed that. Yeah, it's wild. I can't and wait to watch it. This so summer. there's this, yeah, so there's this idea like, okay, like don't be a crab in the bucket. Y- you pull yourself out and you be the shining light for the people around you and surround yourself by people who are not going to be the crabs in the bucket pulling you down. Love that. Lo- I, I think you answered Sally Bell's question right away. Now, second one, which it kind of builds on that. How can you tell the people that are generally just concerned for you, meaning like, have you thought of this? Have you thought of that? From the ones who just are in a bad space. Mm. I think you might have answered it with your quote, but you know, like there are people that say, okay, wait a minute. (laughs) Like they might come from a loving space. This is great. I just want to make sure you thought this through. And that I I always love. Like, okay, Sandy, you're starting this new company with these people. Did you really, (laughs) my husband's a lawyer, review the contract? Is it in your best interest? But he's not trying to push me down. You know, he's just making sure I cross my T's and dot in my I's. Yes, yes. Uh, These are really powerful questions because, I mean, what you're really talking about is interacting with other people's spaces of belief. And so in that, it's really helpful to have friends who are giving you wider perspective. You know, I think this is why business coaches and consultants are necessary because they help you see what you can't see. When you have friends like that and colleagues like that, that's awesome because they can help you see all the sides that you maybe haven't thought about. And I like this. It's really powerful because often when we step into a new venture, we feel infatuated with it and we have all these romantic ideas about it. And if And most people will say, I want to build a successful business. And, you know, the majority of them don't think about the downsides of building a business or the sides that you're going to need to to work through, learn that that learning curve, right? They they often just think about the freedom, the fun, the flexibility of it. And so I think it's important to look at all sides of it. It's important to look at all sides of it from a place of love, care, concern versus filling you with doubts and uncertainties and really that intention behind it being, I'm going to talk you out of this because 
I don't think you can do it or I can't do it myself. So why should you be able to do it? Yeah. And the way you'll know the difference in that is how you feel. We all know when you get around people who are supporting you in your dreams, you feel good. You feel inspired. You feel loved. You feel cared for. You feel gratitude. When you're around people who are criticizing you in a way where they're like the crab in the bucket, you leave that situation feeling doubtful, bad, uncertain, kind of angry, feeling like it it just feels bad and you're, you know, you can feel it in your body. And so listen to that. The, The people who are masterful and who make it in life successfully, getting paid to do what they love are the ones who slow down enough to, to be mindful of how they're feeling. And that way they can respond to their circumstances instead of react to them. And you really, when you're starting a business, especially, you want to be grounded in yourself. You don't want to be listening to everybody else on the outside swaying your vision. So you, of Mm. course, you want help with building your vision. You don't want people shifting your vision. And if if someone else outside of you is capable of shifting your vision, then you don't have a strong enough grip on what your vision is for yourself. And because certainty is what creates and manifests things quickly. So if, if, let's say we have women stepping in and going, I want to start a business. I need help. I'm looking to outside sources to give me some resources. Awesome. Do that. Find the people who are supporting you. Probably find other entrepreneurs to learn from and grow with so that that supports you and then you know stand powerfully in your vision and get clearer and clearer on it as you go of course when you step into building a business you're not going to know all of the steps along the way it's like it's kind of like learning to walk you know when you're a baby you don't just stand up and run you stand up you fall down you stand up you fall down you get up then you take three steps then you take five then you run same exact thing in building a business so you got to get through that initial learning curve and just stay in the game long enough and that's going to take your awareness of the vision. It can't just be, oh, I want to work from home and have freedom and flexibility. That sounds like a great thing. You really, (laughs) you know, like we all want that, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you got to get clear about what your vision is and be really connected to your why. Okay. So there's so many wonderful things that you said in there that I want to unpack, but let's start with the first one, which is you can't see a lot of you. Like sometimes you need an outside source. Uh, I call it the third party, you know, a mentor, a coach, somebody who can look at it, who's not as emotional and close to it. I want to back up on the something too. My husband, who's a lawyer, who's awesome, who's totally different personality than me, but he also has a real invested interest in how much money I make. So sometimes <laughs> it can get a little tough for him to give me advice because he immediately goes, what is she doing now? Like, how long is it going to take? Here she goes. So it sometimes gets tough depending on the involvement your family is, but somebody who you really trust, who you know, like Amanda, has been doing it not only for others herself, man, oh man, that time can be valuable, you know? And you didn't even ask me to say that, but I can tell already, even in one session with you, it would be mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. Yes. I I, I mean, of course, it's like, it feels biased because you'd be plugging myself in a certain way. Thank you so much for saying those things. I think the thing is, like, I, for me, I care so much about people succeeding, especially in the place of money because of my history. You know, it's like going from food stamps to building a six-figure business. I know what it feels like to be disempowered financially and to not have choices because I didn't have enough money. And I also see women who are high-powered, you know, women who make a lot of money 
and still feel like crap. And so, you know, money isn't the answer in and of itself. It's how you feel about your life and your day. And and to me, I want everyone to feel to, to really to thrive and feel alive. It's like, how do we do that? That's my quest. <laughs> you yeah, know, and so yeah. it's like helping people see that, learn that, know it and be it is, is what makes us feel good. And I love to help people work less, make more and have fun, which means that they get to live in their zone of genius, whether it's in a job, in a business, as a mom, whatever yeah, it is, yeah. and really feel good about it. And then the money just comes to you. You're a magnet for abundance when, when you're in that place. Yeah. Well, that's why I wanted to have you on. And I had you on twice, not just on, hey, I got something to say live, but here, because I get hit up with a lot of awesome money people, but that's not enough for me. You know, I want to know they really are shifting people's mindset because you're right. Yes, we want to make money, but I love what your first tip is right here. Your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. So if you don't like what's going on on the outside, you must change what's going on on the inside. Good for you because that's not an easy thing to, uh, maybe, I mean, that's not an <laughs> easy thing for people to accept because, you know, it's much easier to say, if you knew what was going on out here, come on, yeah. Amanda. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's so true, Sandy. It's funny because most people think, I would love to be in charge of my reality. And then they they realize that they are, and then they go, oh, wait, it's easier to blame everyone else. <laughs> it's powerful, but painful. Totally. And and that's where we get to, you know, NFA, the whole idea and concept behind NFA money is radical responsibility. It's like you are radically responsible for your outcome. And once you realize that, you have all the power in the world. Yeah. And yeah. realizing that also takes you going, okay, my number one quest is to be a master of myself first. And then yeah. everything outside of me falls into place really easily. Yeah. And and it and it takes a very specific type of person who's willing to look at it from that perspective and then yeah. really do what it takes to get there. Anyone yeah. can have a life they love. It's just hard to believe when you're in a place of victim-mindedness thinking that it, everyone else is to blame. So you're coming at, at it with money perspective, right? And I'm coming at it using fitness as my vehicle. But what you do for everyone is not only going to make them more money, but you're changing, like you said, from the inside out. So it's going to affect all areas of their life. Yes. <laughs> you know why? Because it has to do with confidence. So and, and my definition of confidence is to know, love, and trust yourself. And when you know, love, and trust yourself, then you have the power. It's, it, I think of it as personal power to create whatever it is that you choose to create. And that's why, you know, it, it all goes together with manifestation and law of attraction because whatever you're being in your state of doing your daily life is what you're attracting either consciously or unconsciously. And so, you know, that the reason, I, I, you know, I, I talk a lot about money is because money is very it's a very simple way for me to see what people's unconscious beliefs are. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like the tangible version of their beliefs. Absolutely. You know, we mentioned this before live, but I got hit up with it again. So I'm going to bring it up. Uh, we'll call her Betty Boop. Betty Boop <laughs> said the same thing we talked about before. She was working for other people. She went to work at her own company. And now she has to say, this is what I charge. 
And she gets mm-hmm. so nervous because she's been doing it for 25 years. You hear this all the time. I know I'm worth it somewhere down in, but then I, I have to save the amount of money. And if I get pushback, I fold. What can I do? Mm, so Big good. One. Yeah. Big one. You know, I'll give you a really simple strategy that's very actionable and easy to do. Go, I, I call this the decade list. And I have my clients or people I work with go through the decades of their lives on like an Excel spreadsheet and write down every single skill, certificate, you know, anything that they've ever gotten throughout their life. And the reason I do it by decade is it just helps you organize it more easily. Yeah. And you write down, you write down a money amount next to it, like right next to that skill or that certificate. And then by the end of it, you realize, oh my God, I'm worth so much money. You know, like I have <laughs> so much value <laughs> and Woo. I am completely undercharging for all, because people aren't paying for your service. They're paying for a result, right? They're, they're not paying yeah, you yeah, for, yeah. you know, oh, okay, let's, let's get you this. I mean, they're, they are paying for the end result. And, and here's the thing you've got to change in your money mindset is that they, what is it worth to have the transformation that you're giving? Okay, so for me, one thought that changes in someone's mind when they're working with me can lead them to millions of dollars. Millions. I've seen it happen. One, hold on there. This is woo moment. Say it again. One thought. Yeah, one thought change can lead to millions of dollars. Okay, so when I'm sitting with a client and they have an epiphany that changes one of their thoughts that they've been carrying around their whole lives, like a crappy money story that's keeping them stuck and all of a sudden they have an an epiphany and a change through our work together leads them to millions of dollars because now they're no longer stuck. So you've got to find the gold in what you create for people and and the results that you bring and realize what am I charging for? Because people, this is really powerful, it's only in the absence of value that money becomes an issue, okay? So if you're not helping people see the value you bring, that's why they don't want to pay you more. Good point, good point. Good point. So you've got to start helping them see your value, which means you've got to see it for yourself first. And that's why yes. the decade yes. list is so powerful. Because at the end of it, you realize like, oh my God, I've put this much money into this certificate or this education. Yeah. Yeah. I've learned, you know, if you're a, even if you're a mom, you, you let's say you've never worked in the world at all and you're a mom, you have learned to be a cook, a teacher, a, a counselor, a nurse. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, you've got a lot of skills. Yeah. And, and yeah. you you know, write down next to that. What would you pay a nan, a full-time nanny? What would you pay a part-time nurse? What would you pay a therapist to, to counsel the kids? And start looking at those numbers and going, my God, I have so many skills to bring to the world. I'm undervaluing myself here. So, so that's a really powerful tool. And a lot of women do, don't we? Oh, so much. Yes. And I know because I did. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Especially when it's somebody that you know, you go, what? They're charging. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh. But I do love the fact that you have to value yourself first. Yes. So that you can show them the value you are bringing to them. Yes. It, let, let's layer this even deeper, Sandy. So the reason that you must charge more is because you're with when you don't charge enough, you're projecting your money blocks onto the people you're working with, which yeah. then causes them to not be able to grow because you're just perpetuating the cycle of people yeah. not valuing yeah. themselves. So yeah. you've got to be the model of charging more so that people can see your value, see their value, they bring yeah. more to the table, and then everybody wins. Yeah. You know, after we went live on, hey, I got something to say, I got to put some of our stuff into practice because I was pitching to do a speaking engagement. I was being interviewed and I told them what I cost and they're like, 
well, you know, we have a lot of people here that are charging a third of that. And I'm like, good, good, good. That's great. <laughs> I can't speak for them. I just know what I can bring to the table. And I ended up getting the gig, but I was really strong in it because she's like, I have nice. all these people and this is what they charge. And, da, da, da. and I said, they could be good that I don't know them. I don't know anything yeah. about them. I just know what I bring to the table. And I was glad the way I handled it because I didn't put them down because I don't know who they are. But yeah, yeah. this is what I got and I know I can deliver it. That's it. End of story. Oh, so, so you know what, what you sold there? Your certainty, which people buy certainty and confidence. Yeah. Because yeah. they know you're going to get them results. So if you had swayed on your price, they're not going to value what you're bringing to the table as much unconsciously. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. So it's like, I mean, that's I mean, that's so cool. I love that. Good for you. I mean, it was <laughs> it was a tough one because it had, I'll tell you what, it's just like anything else. I hadn't been back out there in person. So there's an in-person price that's more than online, right? Yeah. So yeah. to say that amount of money, it was just like, oh my God, that's what I used to charge. And I realized I just haven't been used to saying it for two years, yeah. you know, and you get, but the more, like I was telling people, you practice it over and over going, yeah, I know I can deliver it and yeah. boom. And then I, I just recently did it and I know I, it was great. It was great. And I was like, but there was that, like you said, that negative check, holy crap. What if they yeah. think I didn't deliver it? I wasn't worth it. Blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, get it out of your head. Get it out of your head. Yes. Oh, so good. You know, I, it's interesting to watch people when they sell and see how they shrink when they sell. Like they get freaked out when talking about money. So I love how you opened this conversation talking about how, you know, we all love to talk about money, but in private, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's so true because it, it brings up so much fear for people in various ways. It could be shame. It could be embarrassment or guilt. It could be resentment. It could be it, a lot of it has to do with not enoughness. Even if yeah. you're just a powerful, yeah. awesome person who's delivered a whole bunch of stuff in the world or brought a whole bunch of value, we still doubt ourselves and think, do I have what it takes? Am I worth it? Yeah. And so when you have that confidence, it's it projects onto other people and they're like, whoa, you know, Sandy, yeah. Sandy's got it and Amanda's got it, you know, and yeah. so that's what yeah. you want to be coming into that space with and really holding your power when you're talking about money. Yeah. And it's practice. It, I <laughs> yeah. like that you said yeah. it's it's also like, you know, you just hadn't been in practice of doing it because, you know, sometimes I tell clients that I'm working with, like, practice this in front of the mirror. Do, yeah. a, vi do a video. Talk to your, like, in with people in your life. Practice the art of having a money conversation so that when you get into that situation, you don't shrink and feel insecure. I, I agree. Keep saying, I don't care if it's the person or not. Say it to your dog. Say it to your cat. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm laughing because I was at an event a month ago. And I get it was a networking event, but this woman came up to me and she's like, oh, how big's your company? How many employees do you have? How many followers do you have in social media? What is your... <laughs> and I was thrown off. I said, well, didn't you want to meet me first? <laughs> <laughs> and I get it. It was a little strong, but she, because it was a networking event, was wondering if I was worth networking for, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And that to me was not my cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not that you shouldn't be, but it's more about the connection first because you never know. Yeah. So I, I just want to know, how would you 
handle that. I mean, I was totally caught off guard. I don't, I don't know if I said the right things. But yeah, yeah. What would you do when that's the first thing out of someone's mouth? You know, <laughs> I love that you're saying this because I had a similar situation. I had this woman invite me to a summit and she wanted to meet beforehand. And then, you know, she started promoting it. And she had a, a some image of me in her mind that was not matched to what she needed. <laughs> and, uh-huh. and that's exactly what's going on there. It's like, you got to get to know people before you even decide if they're a good fit. And when we don't do that, it comes from a place of limitation and lack or or prejudgment or whatever, yeah. you know. So when those kind of things happen, I always giggle inside, you know, I'm like, oh, funny. You know, she, she you needed to have a list of, I think it was 10,000. And I have a tiny list. Yeah. And I have a powerful, high quality list. You know, I've built a very successful business from having a very small social media following and a small list. And so she started saying all this stuff. And then she's like, you know, and then you need to send it out to your list minimum of 10,000. I just, I like, I just said, oh, well, we don't need to continue the conversation anymore because I don't have that size of a list. And I, and that used to bother me. Like I used to feel insecure about it and be like kind of embarrassed. Like I don't have a big, I don't have a big list. Something's wrong with me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And, And I started realizing like, Oh, my my small list is way more powerful than most people's because I've taken the time yes. to build rapport and connection and community. And I don't need thousands of followers. I need the people who resonate with what I offer. Yes. And, you know, and so in that situation, I think it's what really happens is that your fears will get highlighted by how you feel in that situation. So if, yeah. if you feel yeah. like, oh, God, I should have more of a social media following, ask yourself why. You know, like, yeah. says who? I love that statement. <laughs> well, says who? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, do I? Is that true? Like, yeah. I have people tell me all the time, like, you know, my next quest is building my business to seven figures. And I have people tell me all the time, well, you need a really big team for that. And I'm like, says who? I know people who've done it with one VA, Absolutely. which is how I'm Absolutely. doing it. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, I don't, says who? My yeah. whole quest is work less, make more, have fun, which to me doesn't equal having a huge team because I don't want to manage a whole bunch of people. Yes. You know, so right. you always ask yourself, whose rules are you living by? Yeah. And yeah. and really be, this is again, the confidence piece. Like if you're comparing yourself negatively to other people and you get uncomfortable in a situation, it's because you don't have the confidence in that area. I'm not saying you had that in that this situation. It's just, this is where we cultivate and de- develop ourselves. And we go like, yeah. Yeah. who am I confidently in my business? Am I, am I, am I feeling connected to what I'm creating? Yeah. And I need to stop the outside voices because, you know, right now anyone here could get online and look up, you know, type in how to build a business fast and you'll get probably in the millions of results. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 How are yeah. you going to choose who to listen to? Mm. You know, like you got to learn from your, you, you've got to know within yourself, where is your intuition guiding you in terms of who's to work with next? and what path to take next because it's yeah. going to vary based on i mean there's there's a lot of good people out there who can help you it depends on what it is you are choosing to build with it based on who you find to work with yeah to help absolutely. you grow absolutely and by the way just so you know i wish i could say anything but it, it, this guy is huge he's a huge coach i mean he charges thousands i think it's now he's three thousand dollars an hour for what he does, and he is the bomb. Mm-hmm. He, has, he has no social media following. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? I love. I that. mean, <laughs> one or two. Like, yes, yes. I mean, you know, few people, yeah. but that's not his thing. His totally. formula was for him. He goes on a podcast. He promotes what he does. He already has like you a tight knit network 
a people that really believe and trust in him. And so his word of mouth gets yeah. him far. So, yeah. and, and I know that because at first when this all came out, like I'm going to say right before COVID, you need a lot of flowers, you need a lot of flowers, la, 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 la. I was like the same thing. I always say, are you sure? Like you say, who said who? I'm like, ah. yeah. I've been saying since a kid, are you sure? And I'm not saying it's not, it's not great, but everyone has their way. And so years forward, when this woman said that, it, it, I just laughed inside. Yeah, I I'm bet. like, yeah. but my name is Sandy Joy Weston, and this is what I do. And then <laughs> yes, <laughs> we could chat or not. And yeah. she laughed, but she's like, oh my God, it ended up being, she's like, I'm just so trained to say that. I'm like, it's totally. okay. It's yeah. cool. It's cool. Well, and, and you know, I, I want to say it, having a social media following has built my business, you know, yeah, like yeah. a lot of opportunity has come from that. So again, we're not, I don't think either of us are saying don't have a social media. Oh my following. God. No. You know, no. I think that's, it's an easy organic way to grow your business. Yes. It's, it's about questioning your intentions behind it, which leads, yeah. you know, back to the, my original word intention. It's like, yeah. what are your intentions behind having a big following? Is yeah. it because you want to impact more people or is it because you, is it feeding your ego? Is it because someone told you that's what you need? Like get clear, yes. you know, for yes. me, of, of course, over time, I will grow a huge social media following and yes. I'm growing yes. it out over time organically. And, you know, one of my funny things lately that I've been working on myself with is this, you know, YouTube influencer quest. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I need 10,000 subscribers. And this last week, I'm like, well, why do I need 10,000? What does the 10,000 mean? What do I want with those 10,000? Why does it yes. matter? Yes. You know, like all yeah. of those questions. And yeah. so that's what we want to be asking ourselves. Like, is it because I want to transform 10,000 lives? Or is it because I want that vanity number to look good? Or is uh. it because and and, and I question those things in myself, you know, like, and, and what does YouTube influencer status actually mean and and does it <laughs> yes you know what what happens with it yeah you know what I'm so glad you said that because the same thing and you're right I definitely definitely have realized kicking and screaming in the last few years the power of social media and mm -hmm. I actually enjoy it I really do I get to meet people I would have never met I get to go live there's guests I can bring on from there's a lot of great that I can do. But like you said, I have to do it in check that when people would say to me, well, how many flowers do you, how many flowers that I wasn't sinking inside if I didn't have the number yes. they wanted yes. and that remind myself, yes, you do want those followers. Of course you do, Sandy. Even if you don't have them, you do, but don't get sucked into feeling bad or you're not a great business person because they're not there yet. You know, totally. and that yeah, exactly. you know you want to inspire people and by having a bigger social media presence of people whether it's a YouTube influencer or tick whatever you can impact more people and I love that you said it because every day I do a check like why do I want this am I being influenced by other people or does it bring me joy and what I yeah. realized I love doing the live shit you know what I You're mean? Brings, and it, that shines through Sandy like when you do yeah. a live it's so fun and, yeah. and like it's a joy to be on with you yeah I, I it brings me, and I want as many people as possible. So I think I also have to put that out, like you said, to have the intention and put it out into the universe that it's okay to want that too. You know what yes. I mean? So I was thinking, well, that's being shot. No, it's not. You get to influence more people with your message. Totally. I mean, it's having your own show. Like, how fun is that? That you can create your own media 
following from your living room or your office at home. <laughs> I mean, it's so cool, <laughs> you know, and, and it's and it's yeah. ever expanding and global. Yeah. So, so it's like go with it. I mean, the main point here is like do what you enjoy. Yeah. And and yeah. keep letting that grow. Yeah. And, you know, it reminds me a lot when you were saying that it's the money concept because we can look at followers as a way that we value or devalue ourselves if we're coming at it from that perspective of like, oh, I have this number of people and that's what makes me valuable versus, oh, my gosh, I'm influencing and impacting this many people and that feels awesome, right? Yes. Yeah. And so money's the same. And, you know, money is one of those measures of our value. It, it doesn't have to be it. And we make it that way. So we go, oh, I'm not making the money I want to make in my business. And now I don't feel like I'm enough. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so that's another thing to play with and question, like, what amount of, you know, why is there a number in your mind of the amount that you choose to create in your business? What is that attached to? And it's mm. not about that any number you choose is right or wrong. It's about you being conscious of why you're choosing that number. Yeah. I because love that. You're then right. you get to be intentional about it. Yeah. I always put down, like, when I'm working on that area of my life, I'll put down pure joy and financial freedom. And then I put down what I want to do with that financial freedom. Like, I want to travel. I want to do this with my family. I want to buy this new home. Like, things that bring me joy. And that creates a whole new energy around making money for me. You know what I mean? I love it. Yeah. And what I want to do and what I want to try. All right. Well, come on. Amanda's awesome. She's amazing. (laughs) I love you. I love everything about what you're doing. And I'm so excited for you. But we're going to have to wrap up soon. So we have to have rapid fire. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. And I, I, some of them we got to do live, but we're doing it again for a whole different crowd because now we got the men in the house too. All right. (laughs) (laughs) We need everybody, baby. We need everyone. Okay. Favorite food? Sushi. Sushi. Favorite color? (laughs) Red. Favorite kind of sushi? I'm very curious. (laughs) I would say anything salmon related. Okay. Yeah, I do love day. nigiri. Yeah, just salmon. Mm-hmm. Love, love me some salmon with thinly sliced lemon on it. Oh, okay. All right, hobbies. What do you like to do for fun? I love trail running. Oh, yeah. where are the trails near you? Everywhere. And the house we just bought, there's miles and miles of trails in less than one mile from our front door. Ooh, so exciting. That fun. Yes. And then the view is overlooking the 14er. And I, I live in Colorado Springs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, how happy is that? That is so happy. Okay. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it, it, to me, trail running, it's like all the good things at once. I get to be in nature, exercise my body, and listen to personal growth and development while I'm running. It's like heaven all the way around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay, what's one of your guilty pleasures, whether it's food, something you do, a show you watch? You know, I would say up until recently, it's been craft beer. I love okay. I love breweries. <laughs> like, I love the feeling out of breweries. So I, I would yeah. go, like, yeah. Friday nights and have a beer and play. We play beer and bananagram night is with my husband. It's just so fun. Oh. <laughs> so I'd say that, yeah. Be- what did you call it? Beer and what? Oh, beer and bananagrams. It's the- have you ever played bananagrams? I have no idea. Oh, my God. It's so fun. It's Look it up. It's a, such a fun game. Every time we, we bring it, people who play it, they're like, Bananagrams, it's the best. It's kind of like simultaneous Scrabble. So you're both playing on a board at the same time. And, who you know, the last 
person, when the words are gone, whoever has the most tiles left loses. And it's just this really fun, playful game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Bananagrams. Bananagrams. Okay. Any books you've read in the last year you could recommend? Right now, I have every mastermind I have is reading this book. So this is my fourth read of this book this year, A Happy Pocket Full of Money. Ooh. It's so good. It's it's deep and intense. Like I would say if people don't know a lot yet about quantum physics, it's not it, – it's – just read it okay. <laughs> see what you think and, and and message me and ask questions yeah, let if you me, need let to me know. a happy pocket full of money yep a happy pocket not- full of money by david cameron gacondi and it is just an incredible book but it's not light it's deep. it's not light it. yes okay animal what kind of animal would you be and why Ooh, a jaguar a black jaguar a black one <laughs> yeah like okay. fast and sleek and powerful okay Oof. i've heard jaguar but we want to be a black one (laughs) all right when i say the word universe amanda what do you think of universal intelligence like connection with all beings collective conscience you know like connecting to the universal love really Mm. that's what i think of (laughs) Ooh, i like that all right dr amanda this has been freaking awesome Let's keep it real, people. You know you're going to want to share this, like it, rate it, and follow Dr. Amanda. So tell us all about you. Where can they find you? Look you up. Hook up with you. Yeah. So absolutely check out my NFA Money channel on YouTube because lots of awesome stuff there. So if you just go to YouTube, NFA Money, you will find great great tips there. My website, nfamoney.com, you'll find all the good stuff, you know, connection to YouTube, free resources, and at the nfamoneyformula.com is where you will get free and paid resources to up-level your money mindset, learn manifestation tips, learn what's blocking you from your money flow. So I, I would start in those places. Oh, lots of fun stuff. All right, Dr. Amanda, thank you so much for being on. I really, really appreciate it. It's been amazing to be with you again. Have a beautiful day. All right, and you know what I'm going to say, people. Until next time, toodles. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share and subscribe if you enjoyed the show. And remember, keep spreading the positive.